Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to the It Gets Easier podcast. I am so excited that you're here today. This episode is going to be all about confrontation. More specifically, I guess my perspective as someone that really doesn't like confrontation and kind of things that I've learned to do and things that I like why I struggle with it, I guess, first of all. And then going into kind of some of the things I've learned to do and how to learn to kind of overcome it in some ways. There are still times that I struggle with it. I think just situational. But I do want to talk about first coming off as someone that just really struggles with confrontation as someone that tries to avoid it at all costs. So first off, I want to talk about kind of where I come from as someone that doesn't really like confrontation. I feel like a lot of that stems from I'm very much an introvert. So just... For the longest time, I hated just talking to people in general, let alone going up to them and be like, hey, I have a problem with something you're doing or just bringing something to their attention. Like that was something I really struggled with for a long time. And I think another reason I struggle with it is because finding out I'm an Enneagram 9. I don't know if I've said that before. I'm pretty sure I have. I'm an Enneagram 9 and they are labeled as the peacemaker. They are someone that just like wants to make everybody happy. They don't want to shake the boat. And confrontation is like the complete opposite of that. It means shaking the boat. It means being assertive and like going up to someone and telling them like, hey, I have a problem. We need to solve it or tell you have a difference with someone and talking about it. And that's something that I really struggle with. I have struggled with in the past. It's something I've gotten better with. Like I said, it's something that I still struggle with because like I said, my nature and like my brain wiring is like, be a peacemaker or don't shake the boat. So then knowing that like, I may have to talk to someone like if I were a problem with them because for me I've always been someone that's like I don't it's my problem's not that big of a deal it's not a big thing I don't need to worry about it I've kind of brushed it off and just like my problems aren't important there are times like I said like I will bring it up if it's like a big big thing but most of the time I'm like if it's something little I'm like it's not a big deal no one's gonna care no one's gonna worry about it I'll make the excuses but someone recently told me they what I'm trying to remember exactly what they said, but they were like, if it matters to you, then you need to say something about it. Because people aren't gonna know it matters unless you say something. And a lot of times there are cases where people don't realize maybe they're upsetting you or doing something. So they don't know about it unless you say something. And I think that's really powerful to it's like you have to kind of stand up for yourself at times and if you're not standing up for yourself then people are going to walk all over you and I've been a victim of that I've been very much like someone that people people have walked all over used because of my nature it's just like I want to people please I want to make people happy and it's like I've allowed people to use me for a long time and I'm finally starting to learn like to say no like and stand up for myself but that was something I struggled with for a really long time especially in like my younger years like junior high high school like I never wanted to upset people so I would just kind of go along with things and not upset anybody so that's kind of a lot of it too is 
I've never really been an aggressive person. I've always been, like I said, more introverted, more shy, more just like keep to myself. So it's like anytime there's like any type of problem or confrontational thing, I'm like, I'm good. Everything's fine, even if it's not fine. And that's a problem. If you can't be able to be open with people and be tell them like, no, like I have a problem. That's a problem. You need to be able. There's a way to tell people you have a problem and be able so that you can address it. Because if you don't bring the problem up, you can't address it. You can't make it better. And a lot of times people may not know there's a problem going on. So it can't be addressed if it's not known. But I think a lot of times I know in my case, I don't like to bring it up. Not just speak for the other reason I stated. But I think a lot of it too is just like, I don't want to... I almost don't want to sound like I'm being whiny or I don't want to like seem like I'm being annoying or like bothering people. So I will just keep it to myself versus like it's like no. Like if you have an issue with something, it's so important to say something. And I've gotten better with that as the years have gone on. Like if I have an issue with something, if I have a problem with something, I've learned to ask for help, go to the right people and become more assertive with what I need. Versus just like being shy and timid and just letting people do whatever they want to do. Because I've always been kind of the, like I said, I've been the person that like wants to make everybody else happy and not care about my own feelings. But it's like, no, like your feelings matter too. I think a lot of that, what can happen too though, is I like I've talked about kind of like where my side comes from. But I also want to talk about more of like how it how it can be negative by doing that because it's it holds yourself back from people knowing knowing what you need and then it can strain relationships because you're not telling people what you need and the other people think you're fine but inside you're frustrated you're mad and people don't know why you're mad and then it just makes a very toxic relationship in a way because you're not telling people what you need from them and you're not communicating with them. And I will like say this time blue in the face, but for any relationship to work, whether it be a friendship, family, romantic relationship, whatever, communication is so key. And if you cannot communicate with someone what you need, that relationship is never is going to fail because relationships are based on trust. They are based on being able to be vulnerable with them. And they're based on being able to tell people what you need from them. And if you can't do that with someone, that relationship is never going to work. Or if it does work, it's not going to be a good relationship. It's more than likely going to be an unhealthy relationship where people are using you or people are just not people that are in healthy, that not people that are going to be a healthy relationship for you. I think some more examples of what... I'm trying to think of what to say, like, of what, like, how am I trying to say this? I think some more examples of what or why people may fear confrontation is because they 
fear of what the repercussions of it would be. I know that some that's another reason why I hate it is because I'm always like, if I say something, I'm going to make someone mad. Or if I say something, people are going to be upset and then they're going to yell at me. And that's something I like, I will 100% go by. I hate being yelled at. It makes me very upset. And it's just like, it's very triggering for me. I'm not really sure why, but just like, I don't like when people yell at me. It makes me very like, it makes me want to shut down and then I don't say anything. So that's not fun. I think a lot of times people do it because they don't want to shake the boat and then by not shaking by not shaking the boat they're just pretending like the issue doesn't exist and that's not healthy that's not helpful it's not doing anything for the situation it's not helping it's just it's not a good thing to do and it leaves so many issues unresolved because we're not willing to put the work in to fix it we're not willing to be assertive to put our needs first so it's not, like I said, a, th- a lot of it can stem from you just, you get pent up frustration. You get pent up things that start negatively affecting your health. I know that when I build up my frustration, it gets built up, built up, built up. I'm going to end up exploding on somebody and it's not purposeful. It's just a matter of, I use the example of, especially with some of the kids I work with. Picture you have a plate that you're filling with food. You're putting on, like, you have this thing, and then you have another thing of food, and then you have another thing of food. Eventually, when you keep filling this plate, this plate's not going to have any more room for stuff to come on it. But there's going to try to add that one more thing. What's going to happen? That plate is going to overflow. You're going to have food all over, right? That's the same thing with your feelings. If you just keep piling on those feelings without addressing them... You're going to explode. You're going to just have this blowout of frustration, a blowout of emotion. And that's never healthy and that's never a good thing. And that's something that I've worked on. It's something I can do in another episode. That can be another negative thing of not using confrontation in a positive way. Confrontation does not always have to be negative. Confrontation... That's I think that's another thing too. I feel like when you hear the word confrontation, it has this like negative connotation to it. And that's sometimes why I feel like I don't like the word because it feels like anytime you hear confrontation, you think of something negative. Whereas I almost wish we could say it. it's just like let's have a conversation about the problems we're having. I feel like that makes it sound more positive and it makes it sound like something that's more relatable and something that people are more apt to do versus like if you hear someone's like I need to confront someone it just sounds scary at least to me it sounds scary but if I tell someone like hey can we have a conversation about an issue I'm having like to me that sounds like something I'm more willing to do versus like I don't want to confront somebody that sounds scary type thing all right another way that not being willing to speak your mind being confrontational is that It just, it can lead to you acting weird around people because people don't know what's going on with you. It can impact your relationships with people. Like I said before, if you're not willing to communicate with people, your relationships are not going to last. Relationships are built upon communication. They're built on trust. And if you're not willing to be honest with those people, relationships are going to crumble very quickly. So we've kind of talked about a lot of negatives here. So what I want to talk about now is some strategies for overcoming it, for overcoming that fear of confrontation. Like I said, I think the first thing for me 
is reframing it to a more positive light to instead of thinking of it as confrontation, thinking of it as let's have a conversation about and come up with solutions for a problem we're having. Or let's look at, I like looking at it in that perspective. And like I said, I think another good way to look at it too is just because you disagree with someone doesn't mean you're fighting with them. It just means that you're having a difference of opinion and you need to work together to come up with a compromise or come up with a solution that meets both of your needs. I also think another way to look at it, uh, look another way to look at it is to think of it as confrontation isn't just about fighting for needs or like being arguing with someone. It's also about just standing up for yourself and communicating for what you need. And I think that's another that's an important way to look at it. I think it's just a matter of like being able to communicate your needs and standing up for yourself. As someone that did not stand up for themselves for the longest time, I cannot stress enough how important it is to stand up for yourself and to stand up for what you need and what you deserve. And I think that's something that can be really hard to do. But I think in order to get some of the things you need in life, you have to be willing to stand up for yourself and stand up for your needs. I think another thing that can be helpful in terms of looking at confrontation or overcoming the fear of it is having a plan, whether it be role-playing with someone and like practicing with a friend on what you're going to say to this person when you go to talk to them or go to confront them whether it be writing notes of like what do you want to say to this person if you don't have someone that can like act it out with you or someone that can talk it through with you to those two things can be super super helpful because it helps you to kind of narrow down what you want to say and also kind of have like a starting point because I know a lot of times if you go into a conversation or go into a situation blind not knowing what you're going to say it may make you it'll probably make you more nervous and it's probably going to just make you more nervous and freaked out and like oh my god I don't know what to say and then you're just going to say something and you're going to get flustered and then it's just going to be a whole thing versus if you prepare yourself you're going to feel more confident you're going to feel more a little more confident you may still be nervous let's be honest But I think it's important to prepare yourself so that you know what you're going to say versus just going in blindly, not knowing what you're going to say, and then feeling unprepared. Another thing that's so important is knowing your tools, knowing your coping skills for if you do inevitably get nervous or get stressed out about it, having those coping skills to calm yourself down, whether it be meditating, whether it be journaling, whether it be listening to some calming music, whatever works for you. I think that's super, super important for me. It's taking deep breaths and maybe doing a meditation. Maybe it's journaling. Like I said, I think like everyone uses different coping skills because everyone's needs are different when it comes to what helps them to de-stress. And I think it's super important to know what works for you making a toolbox for your needs and that can be another episode for another day too if people need tips or need help with figuring out coping skills that can work for them but like I said I think it's important to go in those situations to be able to know be able to not know but be able to have coping skills that you can use in the moment not something you have to go somewhere else to do but having coping skills that you can rely on to use anywhere like I said whether it be deep breathing whether it be grounding exercises different things like that they're very helpful in situations where you can't necessarily just walk away or like go somewhere else they're helpful for when you're just sitting there and you need something like 
And for those of you that maybe don't know what a grounding exercise is, one of them can be like using your five senses, like maybe being like maybe going with like what are five things you can see, four things you can like five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. I thought that can be something that grounds you and brings you back to the present moment. In between those, using deep breathing, if you're able to do like a meditation in your head, all can be super helpful <clears throat> for maybe if you're stressed in the moment. I also think it's important too to recognize and be able to manage your feelings, like I said, by using the grounding exercises, by using the deep breathing, using the things that you know in the moment are helpful. And also giving yourself positive affirmations to say to yourself, like, I can do this. I know I can do this. I can be positive. I can speak up for myself. I can talk to about my problems and like different things like that. I, the good thing that I've done in the past is go on Pinterest or even just Google, type in like positive affirmations and then like maybe positive affirmations for confrontation or positive affirmations insert whatever your thing is here and like I like to go on Pinterest and do this because it pops up and it gives you like little images and I really enjoy that like sometimes I'll save them on my phone so I can look at them later like it's so like helpful and sometimes if you can't think of the right words if you google it or look it up you may help you find the right words to think and like memorize and I think it's super important when you are or have to deal with any type of confrontation or like have a conversation, a difficult conversation with someone. I think it's important sometimes to do it the sooner the better. But I think a lot of that also depends on the other person or depending on like your feelings. Like you obviously don't have want to have a conversation with someone if you guys are both hyped up and like angry or like frustrated and you guys are having a lot of emotion that's not a good time to have a conversation like that. You both want to be in a good state of mind or at least both be willing to talk to each other because if one of you is not, the conversation is more than likely not going to go well. So I think it's a matter of both being in the right state of mind to talk about things. And sometimes, like I said, it may not necessarily be the best thing to do like right after a thing happens. But I think like the shortest time in between that when you both have had time to cool off, if like maybe you guys have had an argument, maybe like giving enough time to cool down, allowing you guys to gather your thoughts and then come back to each other. <coughs> Excuse me. I think it's super important. And I tell that to people when they're having arguments is it's never a good time to try and be rational when your emotions are not rational. When you're having an argument with someone, you guys are just yelling and screaming at each other. That is not the time to try and be rational. That is the time to just look at each other and go, we need a break. We will finish this later. And I think that's something that people forget to do is people will be like, we'll talk about this later. And then they never talk about it. And then it festers and then people get mad at each other. And it just becomes a whole thing versus just being like taking the actual time to take a break. And then coming back to it once you guys have cooled down and you're able to actually have a rational conversation with each other when you guys are not both emotionally charged. And I think it's super important to do that. And like another thing and another tip that I would give you guys is practice when you're doing something confrontational, practice using I statements. 
don't like it because it helps because I've found especially like if you're trying to resolve issues it's never helpful to be like well you do this and you do that because people will then tend to become defensive they're gonna be like well they're gonna be on the defensive it's probably just gonna start another argument it's important to use I statements to say where you're coming from without looking like you're putting all the blame on them being like it makes me feel this way when you do this and that type of thing because by doing that you're telling them how it makes you feel when they're doing something but it's not necessarily putting all the blame on them it's kind of telling them how it makes you feel but also kind of putting it on yourself too to be like I know what I'm doing but not putting it all on them to be like this is all your fault it's making them aware of the issues so that you can address them versus just being like you did this what are you going to do about it it brings it more of like it makes me feel frustrated when you do this or it makes me feel sad when you do this like I'm not gonna like put in like a thing there but it's kind of like if you do it that way it helps to or even maybe coming in with some type of solution type like a solution that you have in mind already like it would help if we did this or would help if we did that or do you have any ideas of how we can solve this I think it's that's so important because I feel like sometimes too if you just go in telling them to like telling them what you want and not necessarily listening to them I think it's that's another thing that's super important too though is you can come up with all the solutions you want but I think it's also be open to listening to the other person too. Don't just go and be like, we're going to do what my idea is and I don't care what yours is. Because that's not going to end well. It's important to come with your own ideas of what a solution could be. But also being open to listening to the other person and listening to what their ideas are too. And then being able to compromise and come up with a solution that meets both of your needs. I don't know about you guys, but this has been really helpful for me just kind of talking things through with confrontation because like I said, I know it's something that I really struggle with and something that I continue to work on, especially as I want to move into a more leadership role and knowing that in order to be a leader, you have to be willing to confront people and have hard conversations. And I know that's something I struggle with, but it's something that I'm trying to work on and just, I think for me, the thing is try it's like I feel like I take too much time deciding is this something I need to address or is this something like I don't need to address and I feel like it's one of those things but I feel like I need to just stop arguing with myself and just realizing like if you're having doubts about something if something's frustrating you just talk to the person about it and then clear the air versus just sitting there wondering or thinking like, well, is so-and-so mad at me because they did this? And then end up being like, well, no, I'm not mad. Just and it just being something else. And that's the whole thing. And yeah, so I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you have any questions, if you have any, if you enjoyed the episode, if you got something out of it, do you, do you, are you someone that struggles with confrontation? Come find me on Instagram at Miss Heather Magic. It's in my the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you even if you don't want to talk about confrontation, but if you want to talk about something else, I'd be happy to listen. And I'm so thankful that you tuned into this episode. And I hope to hear from you soon. And I hope you'll be here for the next episode. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you 
so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.